Hey everybody, it's your girl Queen Love here, the host of the Relationship Zone. I am here. Um, my final live show um, until September. I'm taking a break. I'm excited about my break. Um, many of you, if you've been following or listening to me, you know that I tend to take a nice break somewhere spring to summer or summer to fall this year summer to fall I'm going to enjoy my summer like I did last year so I'm taking a break um, from live videos here on my platform I will miss you of course but I'm not gone I promise um, I should be back <laughs> I just need a moment to um, enjoy and just enjoy the summer enjoy my time so um, today I have a um, special guest coming in and um, we're going to be chatting it up about relationships. Uh, his name is Plus Davis, and he has shared with me that um, he thinks that, um, you know, relationships is a major contribution to your overall health and, and wellness. Um, and so he is a barber of 17 years and he spent a lot of time talking to men and women and observing relationships. And so we are going to be chatting it up today just to get some perspective on what he has experienced and his thoughts and views on um, relationships. I think that you are going to enjoy our conversation. Uh, we have very similar ways of thinking about relationships and not are the very other most popular opinions but hey we're all trying to figure this thing out so if you could just pause here for a second and hold tight i'm going to get us live and, and going here and um yeah and we'll be back um as soon as i get live out there on facebook so hold on just for a moment hey everybody i am back let's see See if y'all are out there. All right. All right. All right. All right. So, if anyone is viewing, please share this. Um, yeah. Let's talk these relationships. Come on. All right. Let me get my camera on. minute. It has been a little while. So good to see you all. As I was sharing earlier, I am taking a hiatus. So this is my last live show for a few, um, a couple months, actually. And uh, I could not be more excited. So if you are watching, can you give me a thumbs up if you can hear me? I don't have my guest in here yet, so. Um, as I shared earlier, I am your host, Queenie Love, here from the Relationship Zone podcast. 
Um, and this is my last show until, thank you, thank you, thank you. My last show until September. So um, my last live show, I'll still be um, on a few other projects with a few other podcasters and um, those that are in the entertainment space, uh, in media space. So I will still be available but I will not be on my platforms actively posting or engaging with anyone. So um, if you do not follow me already on Facebook at Queenie Love, um, or it might be Queenie. Yeah, I think it's Queenie Love or Queenie McLean. You guys can find me. Um, then you might want to try to do that. I, I, I will also leave my email address. I mean, you can still email me at Bar Talks. I still... Um, utilize my umbrella email, which is bartalks2.0 at gmail. You can still send emails there. I still get fan mail or whatever you want to call it, question mail, mails, you know, people are asking Q&A all the time. So I still get that. So you can email me just in case um, you don't have my other personal contact information. So, um, but tonight, it's not really about me and my final um, show until September. Uh, I am talking with um, Plus Davis. He is my special guest and um, I'm excited about chatting with him. Um, he is a barber. He's been a barber in over 17 years. Um, and like myself, I was in the hair business for over 17 years, um, full-time in a salon. And um, I learned a lot about relationships during that time. And listening to Plus, it seems like he's learned a lot about relationships as well. Um, since he's been in this business. All right, you all, I need a comment up here so I know you all can hear. Show me some love, hearts, or something. Um, but yeah, so we're going to bring him on live here in a few minutes. He's getting himself set up and ready to go. And uh, and we're going to get to talking about, thank you, thank you, thank you, these tough, hard conversations that we sometimes fail to have in relationships. Um, Sometimes we avoid having, uh, and we're also going to be talking about how we both kind of see relationships as, as like a full-time job and how do you manage your job? Um, you continue training, right? Um, sometimes we get into relationships and we become so stagnant and it's as if we just take it for granted that we're in it and we don't do any more work to keep it fresh or to keep our skills sharpened um, how to love and care for a person, um, how to continue to do our job uh, properly in that relationship. So we're going to dive into that. And I hope that it is going to um, cause you to think a little bit different. I know that talking about it always challenges me and it causes me to think and rethink how I do courting, um, how I um, do relationship and partnerships. Um, and it helps me to uh, set my own boundaries of things that I want and things that I do not want. So I'm hoping that you get a little bit of that out of this um, conversation that I'm about to have with Plus. And we're going to go out here and just get to know him a little bit better. Okay. So give me a second. Let me go back and find him. <laughs> and uh, we're going to get right into this. All right. Let's see. Let me welcome Plus to relationship zone all right we're gonna bring him on in there we go we got him now plus can you hear yes me? yes i can hear you yeah oh awesome well <laughs> welcome back to the relationship zone how are you doing today? Uh, 
I'm doing well. How are you? I appreciate I'm, you having me. Absolutely, absolutely. I'm wonderful. I cannot complain. Did you um did you have any trouble getting in here? You're good to go. I believe I'm good to go. I believe um, I'm I believe I'm good to go. All right. Well, I love what you have going on in the background. So um I know that we're here to talk about relationships, but I would be remiss if I didn't um, look and see these banners and let you tell us a little bit about yourself and what's going on in the background here. Oh, yeah. So um, my day to day, uh, I work at Heads First Barber Institute, which is a barber school. And we work with the community. We educate on the profession and career of being a barber. So that's that's my day to day, which is right here. Then over here. We're starting for the first time uh, a career camp for the for the youth, for the kids from seven to 17. We're trying to introduce them to careers and professions at a younger age versus just sports. Um, I, I am somebody who played sports growing up, but you know, we're trying to add on and you know, we want to change the education in America. So I'm gonna do my part. And one of the things that I see that needs to be um, filled is that we need to educate them earlier about a whole bunch of different professions. So I'm gonna start with what I know, which is barber and beauty, um, you know, being a licensed barber, you know, for 17 years. So that's what I'm gonna start with. And then I also wanna add on to uh, add other professions and careers to that. Oh, I love that. That sounds really good. And it sounds like you're doing a lot of great work um, giving back to our kids because that's really where change happens, right? Right there in the mind of the children. Absolutely, I appreciate it. Yeah, that is good. All right, I want to make sure that you um, share a little bit more of that information um, by the end of this, or at least be able to tell us like how we can find your website and all of that, because I know that someone's going to be listening to this and would love to support or get involved. So we're going to save that for the end, but make sure you have that information to share with us, okay? Absolutely, I appreciate it. All right, so listen, you are a barber of 17 years. Um, yes. We have a mutual girlfriend or friend, associate, um, Miss Lolita, she connected us um, yes. <laughs> and it took a little while for you and I to get together. Um, you know, I've already apologized. I had a million things going on. Um, oh, I understand. Moving and all the things, but we finally got a chance to get together. Um, why did Lolita um, give you my information? What did she tell you that brought you um, reaching out to me? Well, we got to speaking one day um, at a meeting and, you know, I was telling her some of the things that I want to get into and that I was trying to get into and that I was doing. And I said a couple words and she said, oh, I know somebody that'll be perfect for that. <laughs> and it, it was her. you. It was you, Queenie. It was you. You the one. <laughs> Look, gotta love her. So thank Absolutely. you so now. Lita, thank you yeah. so much for always plugging and connecting people. You are a god. 100%. Um, 100% great yeah, woman for real so you're you are actually my last show for the season and for the my summer break because I will be taking some time off um so that I can help uh individuals launch their shows launch their podcasts um um you know consult with image and branding and things like that so I'll be taking my few months off so you caught me at the best time oh that's great so I, have, I will have time to mentor and to consult and really just help people like yourself in this space bloom and grow and take it to the next level. So uh, I'm glad that we're able to do this and you're being, you know, my, my wrap up show um, talking about the things that I love, which are relationships. 
Right, right. I appreciate it. Um, and you know, being a barber, just you know, being in that atmosphere, I've, I have a lot of female clients, just like I do male clients. So we get into those conversations, and you know, the, you know, it's easy to talk to somebody else that you're not in that relationship with, depending on the relationship. You know, so um, sometimes we just have to put it out there, you know, to make it a little easier for everybody. <laughs> so let me ask you, plus, why do you think it's so so difficult for us to talk to our significant others about the relationship and I'll go one further and receive what they're telling us about the relationship well you know it it really depends on the timing right because relationships have cycles so you're talking the beginning of the relationship midpoint or like after it's been a well-seasoned relationship you know it's, it's a lot different you know in the beginning everybody's uncomfortable you know you don't know what triggers people you know so you're really trying to be very careful at the beginning you know and that's not everybody I know people out there like oh, I'm not like that but we're talking as a whole there's a lot of folks that are like that um, and, and unfortunately you can't communicate if both people aren't willing to communicate you know some people think communicating is just talking um it's not you got to be receiving the message right both ways so i think it's just a matter of feelings like people are are scared to hurt feelings or scared for their feelings to be hurt because if you bring it up that means people going to ask questions about you so it's one thing to ask questions about somebody else but it's a whole nother thing to have somebody ask questions about you so sometimes it's easier not to bring it up so nobody has to answer the questions <laughs> you know <laughs> you know we're so you know we're so afraid of that i honestly think that some of that is the fear of judgment right we oh, feel like as soon as our partner is telling us something right. judging us and it, it and it's ne- like we can take the praise all day Right. The the constructive criticism sometimes I think comes off as just being critical, not even constructive at all. It's a personal attack. Um, How do we get past that, though? Like, what do do we, because I've tried everything plus, so I'm hoping you're coming to this show, right? I'm supposed to be the subject matter experts, what they've been telling me. I'm not. Uh, so I'm coming to this, sh- you're coming to my show, and I want you to tell me what I'm, what I'm doing wrong over here. Well, you know, it's it's not necessarily um, what's wrong. Yeah. It's a matter of change. You know, everything changes. Life is constantly changing. So we're using a lot of the old formulas that were handed down from our grandparents and great grandparents on relationships. Wow. So it's, it's it's different now. You know, um, just yeah. like everything else around us is different. So a lot of us are using the same formulas, like the formula of a way to a man's heart is his stomach. You know, um, for some that's that could be true, but that's old school. You know, so you may have to do a little bit more than just that. You know, as as a, as a woman or a man or whatever situation you're in. But um, that that's what I think. Part of it is is that we're using old formulas for for the new life that we're living. You know, so I think that's part of it. You know. <laughs> That's a big thing, what you're saying, though. Like, we're using old formulas for right. and, and expecting new results. 
Absolutely. And that's the reason for my summer camp, not to deviate from relationships, but that's the reason for a summer camp was because for years uh, of my adult life, I've been here in America say, we need to change education. Um, college is not the same as it used to be. So that's once again, everything's changing. So mm -hmm. that's why I came up with the career camps for kids because there's not a lot of people doing camps for kids in the sense of getting them ready for careers and professions. Mm -hmm. We have folks in high school and then even college, they get to college, they still don't know what they want to do because they haven't been exposed to that much. Mm -hmm. So it's the, it's the same thing using old ways. So back to relationships, you know, our grandparents, you ask your grandparents, hey, how do you know about this relationship? How do you know when it's the one, grandma? Grandma, grandpa, how do you know when it's the one? They say, oh, baby, you just know it's going to feel right. No, you know what I'm saying? Because nowadays everybody's having sex before. So yeah. some that feeling of feeling right could just be sex. That's it. You know what I mean? So you're confusing <laughs> the feelings and, and everything. So what grandma said, yeah, that's truth to it in the sense it'll feel good or feel right, but it could be feeling right because of what you're doing mm. at the moment, which a lot of times in this day, maybe not that day, a lot of people are having sex. So and it's before marriage, it's, you know, so it's not the same times. And once again, going back to old models with new times. Mm -hmm. What's that? They say you can't put new oil in old wine jars. I think it is. I, I, I probably got this. If I'm wrong, someone correct me. But I get what you're saying. And I totally believe that we have to revamp our approach to relationships. I do believe that some things just work, right? Um, right. For those that believe in monogamy, monogamy works, right? right. Um, for those that have boundaries and certain standards that they live by and they're integral, you know, those things, they stay the same and it's just what it is. But I still believe that within the relationship, the network of the relationship, we must um, have a different approach and application. So what you're saying, I totally believe, but how do you figure that out? How does one get to that place of understanding um, or consciousness? See, and that's that's one of those things that we as individuals, we have to constantly uh, work on. So, mm -hmm. you know, like everything else, you have to practice. So we have to practice being honest with ourselves um, truthful with ourselves and we can't be truthful with anybody else until we're truthful with ourselves to what we want, what do we expect, what's our desires, all that type of stuff. So being truthful, and I think you said a, a major point earlier as to why we can't get there or it's harder for some people to get there um, is the judging, you know, um, not just judging by the partner, but judging to do something different because most society is like this and everybody follows each other, you know, that's why social media is, they say follow, right? Um, that's what we do. So most humans, we follow, we're just bred to do that. So being able to go to the right or to the left versus just straight scares people because they're like, who's looking at me? Yeah. What are they gonna say? You know what I mean? So yeah. they, they may want to add something different to the relationship or change it from what's traditional, mm -hmm. but everything around them says, stay traditional. If you're not, everybody's going to talk about you, judge you. And only the, like they say only the strong survive because you have to be very strong to live your life the way you want to live. Yeah. You have to be, you know? Yeah, for sure. For sure. Thank you for sharing that. Okay. Booker T. Crawford, thank you so much. Look, Booker T. Had, oh, got my back. 
new wine in old baskets. Thank you, baby. <laughs> yeah, it'll speak right out. So we have to change from within, right? Have a new mind, a new approach. And, and but I still say this, I used to, um, oh, oh, I have taught classes for families and for couples, um, non-clinical counseling, trying to give them different approaches to relationships and communication and so on and so forth. One thing I know for sure is we can do all the work that we want to do on ourselves, but if right. the person on the other end isn't doing any of that work or has none of that awareness, it's falling on barren ground, falling on And I 100%. think that also winds up being a huge challenge and like a point of contention, like you bump heads because one has the information and they're willing, right? And the other is just feeling like what I'm doing is working and the way I do it works. And that's just what it is. And so they reject the knowledge, they reject the understanding. And then we, you know, then it, it just doesn't work, right? We start trying to force these relationships when they're not going to work. The formulas are off. So, totally. yeah. It. So, I mean, so with that, how would you personally approach when, um, like with the understanding that you have, and I don't know your relation or marital status, but with the understanding that you have, how would you, or have you approached, um, a relationship with someone that may not be in that same mindset or even have that same willingness like you are presenting today? Um, it's a struggle. Um, it's a struggle completely because um, I feel like it's, it's, I've always been in that situation where um, we're not completely on the same. And I think most people are like that. So it's not like my situation special, but sure. I feel like most people are on that point where somebody's, they're just thinking different. We're two different people from mm -hmm. two different ways of life um, and whatever else that comes in between that. So I just noticed that um, communicating in the sense of really telling the other person what you want, what you expect. Me, for real, I've been very honest in the beginning of my relationships um, and I haven't had um, a whole bunch of serious relationships, but I'm very open in the beginning. So when I was younger, I used to say I didn't, I didn't want children, or mm -hmm. you know, I don't plan on being married anytime soon. So if mm -hmm. that's like one of your main things, I may not be the guy for you because that's not on my list of things to do. You know, it's really not even on my list. Um, so now it's changed. You know, if that was me younger, it's changed yeah. now. But you know, but I was, I feel like. I've done pretty well. I, I haven't had a whole lot of drama because I was honest in the beginning, yeah. you know, and, and they say, you know, cliche wise, you know, honesty is, is the best policy, but it really is because it alleviates the stress. Yeah. So like you don't have to run around trying to duck and hide and lie all the time because now you're just trying to be honest. Like, Hey, this is my thoughts. This is how I feel. This is what I want. This is what I don't want. And, you know, it's a constant thing. So it's training. So, I say it as if it's easy, but it's not. So it's like constant repeating, repetitive, you know, it's training, just like anything else. You got to go to the gym every day. You know, anybody who plays sports can relate, right? You train every day, you work out, you go to practice every day if you want to see results, right? Some people want to see results, but they're not willing to put in the work. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, when you understand that, it makes it easier. Like it takes time, you know? You know, we're in, a, we're, in a, we're in a time where everything's fast. So if you can understand that it still takes time in a fast world, you be it's a little easier to, to do, you know? The work ethic for some 
um, it's below, <laughs> it's definitely subpar. And I, I'm, you know, listen, you judge a tree by the fruit that it bears. And oftentimes, honestly, if you look at people, their life and look at how they manage things, they're going to manage, they might manage that relationship the same way. So the work ethic is the work ethic in individuals. I think when dating, I think it's important to really, to really get a chance to know the person and truly study them. And I don't mean mm -hmm. to, to be crit critical or to critique them in a way, but really know what you're getting yourself into and not just accept anything just for the sake of being in a relationship or being in the company right. of someone that smells good or looks good. Right. Oh yeah. hundred percent. I agree with you a hundred percent. You know, hundred <laughs> percent. All right. So we have Anthony, Anthony Davis. He says, yeah, you gotta be straight up with each other. Tell the truth and shame the devil. It's, you know, and we agree with both of you. It's just, it's, it's still, something is still happening where that communication the communication for some in some relationships is not equating to change, right? Um, you can communicate, communicate, and then people are sometimes still stubborn and resistant to change. I think that's when we, whomever is out here looking or dating, they have to make a decision for themselves and stop just settling to be with someone just for the sake of not being alone. Because you can right. be in a relationship and still be just as lonely as ever. That's usually what happens. You know, in most cases, that's usually what happens. So, you know, our divorce rate is super high in America, 50% mm -hmm. um, or more at this mm -hmm. point. And um, mm -hmm. it's because, you know, we'll stay content, right? Mm -hmm. A lot of us are all, a lot of us are built very similar. You know, we, we stay content. So whether you're content with your job, you're content with your relationship, like a lot of us are just waking up and going through the motions. So whether you're just waking up, going to work, you know, waking up, you know, kissing your wife or your girlfriend, and then, you know, it's, it's just going through the motion versus really being in it. Mm -hmm. um, and if you don't establish it from the beginning, it's hard to establish it midway or towards, you know, the end of your relationship or, you know, when it's a seasonal relationship, it's hard. So if you're not really doing it from the beginning, it's going to make it hard. And I think that's what it is. A lot of us get caught up in that beginning, that, that honeymoon phase of dating. You know what I mean? The only thing we talk about is where are we going to go eat? Oh. Where, what do you want to do this weekend? You know what I mean? But the real conversations, a lot of us don't have them until they come up. And it's yeah. like, then yeah. all the emotions come in play. Like, oh, I thought you loved me. Oh, you didn't tell me. You know what I mean? All the yeah. emotions come in and then it, it blows up. You yeah. know, so... Yeah. A lot of us, we just don't establish it early. I, one thing I learned from working, I worked at a teen center when I was younger. Um, I learned you can't be nice to the kids. You got to be stern and hard on the kids and then gradually get nice yeah. because they won't respect you. You That's know, right. so it's the same thing with relationship. You have to start off like, yo, I'm, I'm this, I want this, I want this. And then slowly, you know, get yeah. to that point. But a lot of us get caught up in the beginning. Why? Because we jump in, we're going... We, it's, it's a physical, mm -hmm. you know, versus really trying to get to know somebody on that level and say, you know what, you're very cool, but you're not what I'm looking for. That's tough. That's, that's tough. Plus, you know, I personally, I have been, you know, I mean, I talk relationships all day, every day, so much so that I think if anyone dated me, it probably would annoy them, right? Because I believe in the power of relationship and 
there's a lot of work that goes into it. Sure, we can go throughout our day and 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 just, you know, like just enjoy our time together. But I am so intentional about the early conversations because I don't want to have to get off my ride six months later, right? When I already knew two months in that this wasn't a good fit for me. So I like to have these conversations early on. Um, I don't need to know your social security number and your credit score uh, month right. two. But I do want to know kind of like your, just your intentions in life, right? How you, what are your practices? Um, what are you into? You know, how do you manage um, controversy? Uh, um, you know, some of your traumas, right? Some things that you're still working mm-hmm. on. It's important to get to know, but I'm telling you as a woman, you're a brother, but as a woman, it's not always easy getting that understanding from a potential partner because it's too early. It's, it's too early, but I will be honest with you. I stay with it. I don't, I feel like the right person is going to be able to handle that because I take this part, this chapter of my life in dating, I take it very serious. And I think that yeah. as we get older, we should not be still doing the same practices exactly. that we were doing when exactly. we were 20, much like what you shared. Exactly. hundred. That's, that's what it is. And, and yeah. sometimes I realize, like, now that I'm getting older, I realize that some of us, we just get older, but we don't mature. And there's a big mm. difference between getting older and maturing, you know? So a lot of us get older, but we're not maturing in the sense of our lives and the things yeah. that we do. So yeah. and, wait, and, wait, wait, stay right there. Preach a little bit because that is some truth right there. And it's not yeah. just a man thing. This is, and this is humans. Preach just a little bit right there. Unpack that a little bit more plus. Yeah, because, um, you know, for me, it, it just comes down to that, you know, um, like for like, I'll give, for example, at, at my barber school, I deal with grownups, dealing with grown men and grown women, mm-hmm. and everybody's grown until it's time to be grown, you know, and, and that's one of those, like, once again, awkward conversations that people have to bring up, you know, everybody's like, I'm a grown ass man, I'm a grown woman, okay, um, but if you were so grown, we wouldn't have to, you know, go through certain things and talk mm-hmm. about these things because mm-hmm. you would openly do it. Um, and, and that's just one of those things that, you know, we yeah. constantly have to deal with is is really trying to get to that understanding, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, I, I, I totally agree with you. And I think in relationships that shows up more often than not, the immaturity, um, the thinking and processing. Well, I, I heard this older couple, um, some months back, uh, they were asking them like, what would a secret to relationships? And, and they were probably at least in their late seventies to Mm eighties. And one of the things that the gentleman said that just jumped out and has stayed with me was when you get with someone, make sure that you get with somebody that can think for two people, because one day they may have to think for you too. Mm. And I started, I I heard him when he said it. And then I just kind of like, And then it came back and it stayed with me because I began to think like, wow, like what if you wind up with a person that has an inability to really think and to problem solve and to critically think and, you know, just think about coupleship and what is this, what impact will my actions have on my person? And if they're not thinking about that, they're only thinking about themselves, you are Mm -hmm. destined to fail. Oh yeah. And I just thought that was so profound. And so I began to say to myself, if only we could have more nuggets like that when we're out here dating and we 
and we allow them to sink in and then we apply them on our journey, I believe we could possibly be a lot more successful in this dating space and learning of ourselves, you know? Oh, definitely. And, and part of it, to be honest, let's be real. You have to want that. You know, mm-hmm. some of us, some of us are just going to stay surface and superficial. Like Ooh. they just, the looks or the money or whatever. Let's keep it real. Like some of us going to stay there. Like, they listen to us now, like whatever, you know? Yeah, 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 um, yeah. But let's, let's face it, long-term relationship is relationship. So we've seen it on every level. Um, and, and that goes back to the maturity thing. Some of us are just getting older. So I've talked to a lot of people in my chair, men and women of all ages, shapes and sizes. I realize, right, we're just getting older. Everybody's not maturing, you know? <laughs> you yeah. know? It's just a fact. And um, when, you, when you really break it down and, and look at it, that's, that's what it comes down to. We have to really open up. And I realized like in the beginning of a relationship, you don't want to talk about it. You, you don't want to cross those those paths and because you're really trying to conquer your mission, right? Everybody has a mission. Let's keep it real, right? So everybody's trying to conquer their mission, whatever it is. And, you know, you don't want to, you just don't want to stir up anything until yeah. you get whatever you're trying to get. Yeah, yeah. Um, you don't want to get too serious. Like, I don't want to get too heavy in conversation. Well, that's kind of what I've heard for me. Right, I'm right. like, bring bring on the heavy now because yeah, <laughs> I want to know how you think. Exactly. I want to know how you think. So let, yeah. let's pivot a little bit when we're talking about like these conversations, right? Being able to communicate early on. Um, so how important is it for you or thinking about relationships in general for people to know how to have like in-depth conversation and get out of the surface level, right? Get out of that atmosphere and get a little more in-depth. Like how important is that for, you know, for a relationship? Um, it's important if you want to grow. And, and that's why I say you have to want it. Um, and that's why relationships are hard because you may have one person who wants it and the other person who's like, I want it, but they're not willing to really like put in the work to get it, wow. you know, or they don't want it at all. So that's why it's always, you know, a problem in relationships because it's more than one person usually in a relationship, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's a work relationship, intimate relationship, right? It's more than one. So both people have to want that um, for it to work. And that's yeah. where it becomes hard. Um, and that's where those early conversations come from. Like, you have to talk about that. Like, where do you see yourself in five years? You know, do you want children? Mm-hmm. Um, like, I remember, for example, um, in my younger years, I would ask women if they've been tested. Mm-hmm. And okay. I've, had, I've had women get mad at me, you know what I mean? But I've also had women respect me for that. Yeah. Um, and And... I don't care, you know, I'm, I got to do that for me. Like, ain't nobody going to look out for me but me, mm-hmm. you know, so I have to ask those uncomfortable questions. And it lets me know if I ask that question and you get flustered or something, maybe you're not the one for me, you know what I'm saying? So it's easy for me, but I want that, you know, so you have to want it, one, um, you, you don't, you shouldn't want to waste your time out here, you know. Um, now, granted, if, you, if that's what you want, that's what you want. You know, but I'm saying this is for the people who want to build those strong relationships, those strong bonds and, and continue to grow. It's very important. Yeah. Yeah. I could not agree with you more. Um, I think that 
it is important to have, and again, I think it's a little different, you know, in different phases and ages, right? Um, but it's important when you know what you want that you go ahead and address those things that matter first early right. on in the relationship. Um, right. Because I think you'll find yourself in a situation ship for so long um, and soon discover that this is the wrong person. But you've invested time, money, right. effort. They've met the aunties, the cousins, the kids, <laughs> you know, and now yeah. you're you're waking up saying, I didn't even realize that you did X, Y, Z, or that you were into this, or you weren't into that, or, you know, I didn't, you know, the worst thing you can do sometimes is that people put their best foot forward in the beginning, and they tell you all these lofty dreams, and as you know them, you discover none of that is accurate, it was just their dream, it was in their brain, it was in their mind, it's, it's like, it's the worst, um, so this is why I think we have to look at words and deeds mm-hmm. in the beginning and not wait and waste no time. Um, Cause other, you're going to be disappointed, frustrated and angry, but you can't be mad yeah. at yourself. Well, absolutely. And this, and this brings it to like the real way of how we can assess and go through this is we have to treat it like it's a job. Mm. We have to treat relationships like it's a job. So when you really break down a job and you break down a relationship, it's very similar in how it works, right? Mm-hmm. When you're first trying to get a job, you're putting your best foot forward, you're coming in there, you dress, you're trying to get the job, you're talking, yes, sir, no, sir, you yeah. know what I mean? Then you get the job. You get the job, you're like, yes, you go home, you're happy, you tell everybody you got the job, right? So you're showing up to work early, you're waking up early, you're driving, sitting in traffic, you're doing all this stuff, right? And then there comes a point when you get a little comfortable, you've been there for a couple of years and now you might be coming in late, leaving early. And you know, your supervisor's gonna say, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Excuse me, Mr. Davis, can I talk to you for a second? Um, uh, I've noticed a decline in, in your work and you know, I've noticed you've been coming to work late, leaving early. Um, is there something going on that we need to talk about? Um, Cause I've noticed a decline in your performance, mm-hmm. you know? Um, oh, oh, now it's a gut check, right? So. Oh, okay. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm going to get myself together. Then you tighten up, right? Yeah. So yeah. people tighten up and stay tight. <laughs> Most of us tighten up and then we go back to being comfortable again. You know what I mean? So it, it's just an ongoing thing. Uh, so a lot of a lot of the relationships is just like that. And then if I'm starting a new relationship, same thing. I'm coming dressed. I'm talking the best. I'm not trying to say the wrong thing. I'm trying to get this job with, yeah. with whoever I'm trying to get with, right? Right, so, right. The next thing you know, you know, y'all been talking for a while and say, y'all get married. Next thing you know, you're like, oh, I'm good. I don't got to do nothing no more. I'm, I'm married. I can't count how many times, Queenie, I've heard people say, I'm married. I'm good. I don't got to do nothing no more. Men and women. Yeah. Men and women. Yeah. Oh, I'm married now. It don't matter. I'm good. Like, I thought you want to keep your wife or your husband. That's weird yeah. to me. You know what I mean? Like for me, that means you're supposed to work harder because it's one thing to keep to get somebody; it's a whole other thing to keep them. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's just, yeah. just like money. <laughs> you you gotta keep you gotta keep preaching this. I definitely am so glad that you are speaking on relationships because what you're speaking, I think more people need to hear. Um, because we hear and we see all the negative crap, right? We see all the doom and gloom and the relationships and the treachery and the ratchetness. We see all that drama, right? right, right. But we are really advocating. So it sounds like with you, like really healthy 
um, relationship practices, right? Self-awareness, thinking about how you show up to work, to your relationship um, and trying to figure out how do you make this work? Not just get the relationship, not just get the person, but how do you keep the person, the longevity, the building, um, you know, having someone to retire with at some point, if that's what you choose to do. Um, right. And these are just practices that we should be honoring, i.e., you're correct. If you go, you get this new job for me. Um, I mean, I probably have gotten a little lazy on certain jobs when I didn't want the job anymore. But if I want promotion, honey, I still want, I still want my little certificate, my little rent, my little compensation here and there. Honey, I did what I needed to do. And I For think sure. we can do that, like you're saying, in relationships, but people become so complacent and mm -hmm. much like you, I was a stylist for over 17, 18 years in a salon maybe a little longer and that's exactly what i would hear all the time i would hear people become so comfortable and lackluster and you know like not like inspired to, to or motivated no more ambition was in the real life there was nothing it was just like hey we've been together for 13 years or we've been yeah. together for eight years it's like you think you know everything about the person you're no longer this is what i like to say no, you're no longer curious about the person that you're in relationship with. That is a killer in relationships because that same person, especially nowadays, can go out in the community, can just be right here on social media and people will be so curious about them. Yeah. Show them so much, um, uh, you know, attention. And I'm not talking about the person that's just seeking attention. I'm just talking about the person that's in a relationship and their partner chooses not to be curious about them. They right. don't dress up for them. They don't smell right. good for them. You right. know, she may still cook you food, but she might not even fix the plate out of courtesy for you anymore, right? Those things, they matter. They make you feel special. When you lose that, boy, this is why we must keep training to make sure our partner is satisfied in, our, in the relationship that we are in. And you said something key. I want to touch that real quick. You yeah. said feeling special, right? Everybody, I don't care how gangster or how hard you think you are, wants to feel special uh, from somebody about something. One of the examples I give is Chick-fil-A. When, when you go through Chick-fil-A, they're saying, my pleasure, they're, they're talking like that. That makes you feel good. I don't care yes. how tough you are, how great, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. That makes you feel amazing. So yeah. everybody wants to feel good from somebody else. That's part of the relationship. You know, if I'm feeling down, I want somebody to make me feel a little bit That's up. Right. Right? That's um, right. And they can't do it by themselves. I have to also meet them halfway, sure. right? So it's just, um, everybody wants to feel like that. So the fact that we don't use our energy for that because a lot of us are um, working so much sure. and giving our energy to everything else but our relationships, we can't wonder why our relationships aren't working because our energy is going to work. Yeah. Our energy is on, on our phone. Our that energy part. is going to, you know, the kids and whatever else. Yeah. But you have to put the energy into your relationship. It's just like anything else. If you don't work out, what's going to happen? That's right. You're going to, you're going to lose whatever you have. Yeah. Um, it's the same thing with relationship. We have to work out a relationship. It's like going to the gym. If you want your relationship to work, you got to work it out. If you yeah. don't work it out, 
good luck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I totally agree. And to those that are listening, I, I will add this because plus is right on, but I will add this. I think that you should be more proactive and less reactive in relationship. Oh, yeah. That's what we're really speaking on. That's what I'm hearing is being yeah. more proactive because reactive, you may lose that person. That person could already be gone um, mm -hmm. because you've waited too late to start trying to implement something that they've probably been telling you all along. All the time. The whole time, the whole yeah. time. All right. So, so plus, uh oh, we. I'm gonna go here real quick to our comments because we have a, quite a few. Book a okay. Crawford. When you respect your partner, then one will, um, we will be willing to confide in a person. Okay, bring about confidence. Um, communication is a big key, and being so quiet, so qu quick to lay with someone. Okay, I think I understand what Booker is saying. So, um, when you hear that, let's talk about just having that respect and being able to confide in that partner. Um, do, do you believe, do you agree with that? Yeah, I mean, you have to have respect in a relationship, you know, um, especially a sustainable relationship. If yeah. you don't, it's been shown over and over. And whether you're a celebrity from the highest level, you know, it's a class to the lowest level class, yeah. it's all the same. You know, everybody has to have that respect for it to continue to work. Everybody has their breaking point. So even that person in a relationship that's constantly getting disrespected, at some point they're going to have that breaking point and it's, and it's going to be a wrap. So you have to have some sort of respect. And that's everybody's level of respect is different. So yeah. there's no universal form of respect. That's something that's established through the relationship, you know? Sure, sure. And understood wants to share. There has to be an understanding when someone right. shares with you um, what respect looks like to them, how, you know, how they, how you make them feel or not feel. Right. right. Super important. So I also think, again, I'm going to always go back to, um, you know, communication is a two-way street. Um, we can always give the information but if that person on the other end is not receiving it the way you're mm -hmm. intending that could be mm -hmm. problematic as well right so mm -hmm. i think we have to take this is why it's important that everyone gets an opportunity on the stage to speak about what they're hearing what they're feeling what their experience is and then also be on stage to share what you've heard, what you gathered, what you learned from that conversation from the other person. I don't think we practice that behavior enough, maybe because plus maybe some of us haven't learned it or maybe well, that, some of us don't care to learn it. <laughs> well, and, and, and that's the thing. So if we're just going from old school, from what somebody told us old school wise, right? Yeah, you're right. We don't, we wasn't, we yeah. weren't taught it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and if you don't have the passion to want to go get it yourself, then yeah, you're going to be stuck in the old way just because you don't want to, you don't want it. You know, that's why I say it's key that you have to want it. Um, yeah. And not just like one in the sense of talking, you have to want to go get it. You will have to want to make it better. Um, mm -hmm. Just like anything else, you know, if you want to lose weight, you have to put in work, you have to go to the gym, you have to stop eating certain things. You have to want it. That's, that's the key. You have to really want whatever yeah. it is that you're trying to change. Yeah. Okay. All right. I totally agree with that. So how important do you feel self-awareness is when it comes to relationships and showing up in those? Oh, it's very important. Self-awareness is very important because it's about being honest. Firstly, like I said earlier, you have to be honest with yourself. Mm -hmm. um, if I can't be honest with myself, then I can't expect somebody else to be honest with me and I definitely can't be honest with them. Uh, for me, I'm 
I'm very um, aware of who I am and mm-hmm. who I'm not. And I, I'm, I'm luckily, uh, I don't embarrass easy. So I'll tell whatever the good and the bad about me um, mm-hmm. to anybody. And, and I think that's just part of my self-awareness. I, I'm aware. I can't hide from myself. I can't run from myself. I can lie to you, but I can't lie to myself. You know what I mean? So yeah. um, that's, a, that's a big one. You have to be self-aware. Yeah. It's self-aware. very important. Absolutely. So um, plus, if I can ask you, whenever you were growing up, um, what exposure did you have to what you believe to be um, healthy relationships? (laughs) (laughs) Um, What I believe to be a healthy relationship. So I'll be real. Um, The relationships, I didn't see that many good relationships growing up. Uh, I never had um, both my parents in the house, um, nothing like that. Um, and then the relationships I thought were good as a kid, when you get older, you find out the little secrets and the stuff that you didn't know, yeah. you know what I mean, as a kid. So the ones I thought were good weren't really good, you know? So I'll use my life, right? My grandparents, um, they're married 50 plus years, and I thought it was this wonderful um, relationship, but I didn't know that they slept in different bedrooms. You know, I didn't know about all the other stuff um, that was going on behind the scenes. And I'm not going to go into too much, but, you know, that's stuff you didn't know because you were young, you didn't know about, you know, so uh, I have another relationship that I heard about and, you know, and it, you hear about the Rocky stuff, I'm not saying it's a bad relationship, but right. you just, the fairy tale that you thought it was is not quite that, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, so um, that's the thing for me. I never thought I would, you know, I never seen this. I never thought I'd really be married or nothing like that yeah. or anything serious. It never attracted me. Um, I was just, yeah. I was like that, you know. Um, Those darn fairy tales, I'm telling you, them fairy tales mess you up. <laughs> hey, you know. <laughs> reality is, the reality is, life is not a fairy tale right but it can be beautiful and relationships can be beautiful experiences even those that actually end can still have Mm -hmm. such beauty within especially when I personally believe especially when you show up in your truest self you can be disappointed that it ended and disappointed that something happened maybe the human behavior happened right Mm -hmm. um but if you have 90 percent of the beauty right it's just like if I'm honest, I was able to be my full self in that relationship. And that's the beauty of it. So with that being said, I want to ask you, because I know others are listening, they're struggling with relationships, trying to figure it out, or maybe they feel like they figured it out and their partner has it. You know how it goes. You know how we are. We always shaming and and (laughs) blaming someone else. But um, like for you, like when when we really look at relationships, um, you got into believing in obviously that, you know, you got one, a better understanding and sounds like believing that it is possible. So if you could share with me, like, where is that riding from? Where's, what's the root of that belief in you? Why do you, why are you um, fascinated with relationships currently after not seeing healthy ones or not always healthy ones coming up? I think that's what it is. I think since I haven't seen a whole bunch of healthy relationships that I'm infatuated with seeing healthy relationships um i know it can happen um i know they exist um every relationship isn't bad um everybody you know what i mean so i know it's out here but one thing i realized 
um, from, from my life so far is that we don't talk about stuff enough, one. Um, and, and two, you know, we give out a lot of bad information. We give out, you know, and, and I'm blaming the older, the elders to, to where we are, to anybody giving it to the youth. A lot of times we give out bad information um, or old information. You know, uh, one, one thing that my grandmother said to me when I um, had my first child, she said, you know, it's not like back in the day. You don't have to um, get married, you know. And I thought that was deep because my grandmother's older than me. You know what I mean? Um, and I was like, wow, that made me think a lot. Like, whoa, because, you know, most <laughs> older folks is always telling you, get married, get married, get married, do this, do this, do this. So for her to tell me that, and it was coming from a woman, I was like, whoa, let me think about this. You know what I mean? Let me really think about this because most the average person is not going to tell you that. They're going to tell you what's traditional, what, what is politically correct, right? Yeah. Just get yeah. married. So a lot of times you got to be, you got to be brave not to go with what everybody's doing, I believe is, is what we got to do too. Yeah, yeah. And I also think that religion plays such a big part in the marriage philosophy. I'm not against marriage at all, but it becomes the center of our why. And I think that a practical application should be that churches or religions, whatever the religion is, spend more time with trying to help people relationship better like mm -hmm. just as humans, right? Um, talk about what it is to be in a relationship early on before you press marriage on people. Because I've, I have the, had the privilege of speaking with um, my mother's first husband and he, they got married whenever she was 15 back in the day. And he's now 75 and he tells me that when they got married, he had no clue what he was doing, not just the marriage, but intimacy and the expectations and of relationship because no one taught him. And so right. as their marriage tore apart um, five, six, seven, eight years later, they were still young, but he really didn't even have the tools to keep it together. Must let, like, he was just like, I, I was clueless. No one gave us an education on it. And right. it caused me to think about one generations before me, many generations before me, they were getting they were getting married at such early ages. You mentioned in, like your grandparents, they were getting married. They 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 were getting married at early ages and didn't really have the good counsel and the and the, you know, really like the enmeshment to really be together, know what coupleship really looked like. It was just what you were supposed to do. And right. I think currently, even though now, like we do know that you don't have to be married right? You don't have to be married. It's a great thing. It can be, um, but you don't have to be married. For me right. personally, I'd rather have a great relationship than, than having marriage be my end goal. I want great relationship to be my end goal. And if marriage, <laughs> if marriage kind of manifests itself out of that, great, but give me the liberty of being in a healthy, functional relationship that has shared interests and beliefs and you know things of that nature so that we can build and grow together. Um, so I think we, we have to change the narrative. We're not anti-marriage at all, but I think right. we have to change the narrative around what healthy relationship looks like before marriage. Right, oh, definitely 100%. And 
And going back to like how you said the education, think about sex ed class back in, you know, middle school or whatever, whenever we got introduced elementary middle school, they said sex ed, but it's, it's, it's more than that. It's be a relationship ed or yeah. something like that, you know? Um, yes. And maybe that's one of those educational changes that we need to make, right? Is make yeah. it a little deeper than just sex ed. It needs yeah. to be deeper. Like, uh, what is it that you, relationships, you know? Mm-hmm. What is it that you're going to be looking for in a relationship, you know? Uh, and and I, I tell young men, you know, be honest. Like, if you want a woman that's going to... Um, be a go-getter and, you know, uh, career-driven, uh, know that, you know, focus on that, like, know that before, like, look for that, you know, yeah. uh, don't get caught up in everything else, look for what you want, yeah. so you're not just like, oh, yeah, she's pretty, oh, yeah, she's, you know, she's got a nice car, you, you, you're looking past everything else, you know, yeah, um, or she, she got a nice body, or she takes really good pictures on Instagram, and you're like, yeah, okay, <laughs> <laughs> yeah you already know that's how it is that's how it is um and you know it, it makes relationships are even harder now because of social media and we can't neglect that either right oh, wow. it's yeah. easier to do everything so if you want to cheat it's easier if you want to meet somebody new it's easier um it's just easier for everybody you know no matter what it is there's something for you out there online on your phone, you yeah. know, so it's, it's harder, it's even harder now, it's more distractions, like before you, you work long hours, but now you're working and you're going against the phone. Um, I had a, one of my young students, uh, we were talking and he was just like, man, I don't know if, I, if I'm going to ever get married because I'm competing with social media and the phone. Like yeah. that's his that's his main competition, you know? Yeah. Uh, and I thought that was very interesting. And that's coming from a 21 year old, you know, so, it's just a different time, you know? It's tough because I know I see it. I see, you know, men, women, you know, everybody um, in relationships and still spending more time um, in in social media world than they right. do in investing and working in the relationship. They're existing in the relationship, but they're right. actively chasing the next post to see and to look and to tag and to share and to be intrigued by and to DM. And, and, you know, I often, I often wonder how do you really expect to have the relationship that you say you want if you're constantly sharing space with all these other people, right? Um, It goes back to the work ethic that we were talking about in the job, like this is an employment, you know, it's an employment partnership. I can't work five different jobs and be okay I just can't. I'm torn apart. Somebody's not going to get, you know, the best of me. Um, You know, it's just not going to happen. But I think you're right. Like, we are sharing so much of ourselves, and maybe not giving as much of ourselves into the space of relationship, especially the place that we say we want it to be. Oh, yeah, definitely. And that's why, like, going back to comparing it to a job and a career is like, we're most people are motivated by money, right? I know everybody doesn't work, everybody's different, but for the most part, most people are, are motivated by money. That's why we wake up early, sit in traffic, deal with people at our jobs that we don't like and, and do it for 20 some years because we're money motivated mm-hmm. and then we neglect our relationships, right? So if our relationships were money or money motivated, we'd have more successful relationships. Absolutely. That's a fact, you know yeah. what I mean? 
yeah. that's a guarantee, you know? Mm -hmm. So um, I don't know how to like to do that, you know what I mean? Besides what we're doing now is opening yeah. up conversation, you know what I mean? But mm -hmm. it's just the fact that we'll go through all types of stuff and go to work uh, mm -hmm. for the money that we make. But as soon as we get home, we don't want to listen. We don't want to talk. We don't want to do the stuff we're supposed to do. You know, none of that. So it's just like, how you how do you think that you're going to keep that? We should have evaluations um, in our relationship. You know, we I need to have it. evaluations. That's 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 be for real. If we want the relationship it. to work, you can't go to you can't have a job and not perform and think you're going to keep the job. <laughs> you know, unless you got an inside plug or something, yeah. you can't do it. You can't do it. So why would we think that relationships will be different just because we got married, right? There's a, like, we already know that doesn't work. That's why we're at 50% or more divorce rate. Yeah. So yeah. The, the marriage paper, that don't work. So right. you got to know that. <laughs> you have to know that, you know, treat it like a job and you'll get results like that. So, you know, for the people who are lazy at their job and don't do work, they don't get promoted, yeah. right? So they'll get fired or demoted. Yeah. So right same thing in relationship why should somebody who's working hard settle for somebody who's not willing to put in the work mm, 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 to me and i know it sounds cold but let's be honest that's real everybody as far as i know only has one life to live there you go why waste it playing around waiting on somebody who's not going to do what what you want them to do or what you're looking for you know Plus, you preach it to the choir. I, I, I'm agreeing with this. You know, you know? <laughs> you know? <It's> <laughs> like I, I totally agree with you. I think, I think the evaluations are important. This is why I believe that you know, 30, 60, 90, doing and so on forth, especially early on dating. Um, you take a moment over dinner, whenever you know, or set aside the time and say, you know, how are things going. You know, how do you? you know, I'm, are you satisfied? You know, right. and is there any more I can do? Tell me the things right. that you need. Like really. Especially right. when it matters, right? Like <clears throat> early on, let me know um, if I'm doing my job properly, what you hired me for, um, right. you know, you want to go out more. Okay. I can do that. Um, right. You know, you'd like to, you know, have downtime with me more. Okay. We can do that. You know what I mean? Like you have to have these conversations, but if you don't have these conversations and you're just steady, just going through the motions, somebody's mm -hmm. needs are not getting met and that's yeah. going to backfire on you they, that exactly. person may leave you find someone else or just be filled with resentment because they exactly. either didn't speak up or they didn't feel like they were heard or seen when they did speak up um exactly. so i agree with you on that uh just like we do on jobs you know have those Re revisit if we are where we want to be not only that but goal setting in relationships i don't think that people some some got it some are really good with that but some people mm -hmm. as a relationship goal they just don't they're not good at working together partnering and setting the relationship goal and then the follow-through right checking right. in making sure that you're both happy you're both meeting or your right. needs are being met right we're just and and then we're quiet or if we talk it, it all pours out versus <laughs> you know versus being able to speak it you know at you know the proper time it's yeah. all pouring out because you've been dealing with it for the last X amount of months or years. <laughs> right. 
No, that's true. And that's because people get in their feelings. Yeah. Um, We're living in a very uh, emotional time. Uh, A lot of people in their feelings. Um, Mm. And one of my friends, you know, we have a saying when it comes to business, right? Get out of your feelings because there's no money in there. You know what I mean? So that's our business thing. But in relationships, same thing. You can't be in your feelings at the same time while trying to build it because, Mm. yeah, well, like the name of this is, is an uncomfortable conversation, right? So even when your boss brings you in for an evaluation, you're uncomfortable if you know you haven't been performing. There you go. There <laughs> if you've you been go. performing, you're like, let's go. You know what I mean? If you've yeah. been performing, you're like, let's go. Let's get this yeah. evaluation on. Yeah. I want my raise. I want my promotion. You know what I mean? I but when it. you haven't been performing, you're like, hey, whew, I, ain't, I don't know about this. <laughs> can't do nothing right that's what that translates yeah. into i can't yeah. do nothing right no then you, you start reaching for those excuses you that's know right yeah yeah that's right i know i just don't think again i don't think there, there's not enough accountability um and again there are always exceptions to the rule there are some relationships with some people that would you're never going to be able to to right. do what's right for them but those right. relationships i think if you're listening and that's your situation you probably need to reevaluate that today right figure out what's best for you but um but those people you're never going to do anything right but like you're saying when you know you're doing it, your job um you know that you're you're trying your best and you're giving your best and you're showing up and you're meeting you know the the mark um it's okay whenever you sit down and, and you hear hey babe I want to talk to you it's it's okay because you know you've been doing what you personally came to do in that relationship um right. so look it's six o'clock I know we got to wrap it up soon but I wanted to jump into your thoughts on setting boundaries in relationships talk hmm. to me about your thoughts on setting boundaries for your relationship um what boundaries so it depends on what boundaries you know um are we talking like having friends of the opposite sex um you know we're talking about you know living with people uh before you get married i'm okay with which i mean you brought up friends of the opposite sex now that's that's a touchy subject for a lot of people um (laughs) so it's an uncomfortable conversation let's dive in Uh, All right. All right. So that's a good one, right? I just heard Tabitha Brown uh, and she and her husband spoke about friends of the opposite sex. So you've been in a relationship with your person for the last whatever time. Uh, They decide they're going to have, let's say, new friends. Talk to me about boundaries. What are your what are your thoughts on this? Um, It's hard. It's hard to put boundaries on something like that. Okay. Uh, You know, and, and. you know, statistically, already we know that most people cheat from work relationships. So a lot of relationships are formed at work. You got to think about where you're spending your time. Most of us are spending our time at work uh, most of the time and at home. So the only other time to really be out there is at work, whether you're on your phone or is there somebody actually in the workspace? Wow. That's the only time. So. You can't, the only only thing you can do, you can't monitor it. That's you right. have to, you have to fully trust. If you're going to say, okay, I'm okay with these open, um, having friends of the opposite sex, you have to be, you have to just be open and, and trust it. Yeah. Uh, there's no, there's no real way to monitor it. If you try to monitor, you're going to drive yourself crazy, right. you know, trying to keep up with it or snooping on social media, trying to figure out what's going on. You're going to drive yourself crazy. Yeah. So you have to just trust it 
um, and hope you built that bond or you know that trust with the person where they're gonna keep it real. If they do decide they, they want to experiment with somebody else, they'll let you know. But you have to just trust it. There's no there's no other real way. Yeah, um, yeah. Booker Booker T. Crawford said, "Don't do it." <laughs> <laughs> but don't don't have friends of the opposite sex. Is that what he said? But, but I do know Booker T. said, "Don't do it." <laughs> what is that? Have friends of the opposite I'm not sex. Sure. Booker T. Okay. Can you can you expound on that? Is that don't do friends of the opposite? I, I don't know. I I was hopefully they'll they'll respond. I was listening to Tab Brown, um, and she was talking about her husband Chance. She's Chase, she said that, um, oh yes, that's what, that's what he's talking about. Um, she said that no no new friends um, without her knowing them. Because oh, right, she right, was right, speaking right. straight to the camera. She said, I know y'all. I know y'all are trying to sneak in his DM and blah, 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 you know. But she was like, um, no new friends, uh, chances, and no new friends without her basically knowing we're all going to be friends. Um, <laughs> I... <laughs> so funny but when i think about what she's saying and it's not for me i they seem like they have a beautiful relationship and you know we've seen them now for quite a few years and they seem very consistent in their love for each other um but i, I just think that i get what you're saying right you fully trust the person or or you know or you'll drive yourself crazy um but i think that there should be boundaries whatever that is i, I whatever the couple agrees upon um i think it's important to have boundaries this way when um, I can hold you accountable for what you've agreed to and what you know, I can't hold I can't hold you accountable for anything that you don't know, right? I can't hold you accountable. Yeah. But when we we have an agreement, that's what relationships are agreements, right? We have an agreement. You establish what you're comfortable with. It's not about control. This isn't about anything that you know where a person just has you know maybe poor mental health or even judgment. But this is just a person that's trying to establish or have a healthy relationship. Um, being able to articulate why this is important, right? And it could have come from a history or nothing at all. But I think like with, for instance, with Tab, I think it's because she's wise enough to know that there's no reason why for whatever the years they've been married, that there should be new, new, new best friends <laughs> showing up that she don't know anything about. That, that's crazy to me. <laughs> as a man, how would you, as a man, right? You got your partner. Would you be okay with her? I'm, you know, assuming, um, having a new best friend that you just hearing about after 10 years or 10, um, you can do 10 months or 10 years. It doesn't matter. Whatever you choose. Yeah. Am I going to be okay? Uh, I'm going to question it for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, but like I said, relationships are formed all the time everywhere. Sure. So uh -huh. It could have been formed at work. And if they're not hanging out outside of work, how would I ever meet the guy? You know what I mean? Okay. So sure. it, it's one of those things of, I would have to say, I would question it, right? Yeah. Like how to wear, how, all this type of stuff. But at the end of the day, it's been 10 years already. I'm but, <laughs> but, well, wait, they just they just became new friends last week. Oh, you say 10 years. Okay, okay, okay. Well, you know. I don't know how to be, I don't know how to be friends. Plus, it would be okay until she go to happy hour with him. But it's like, wait, what? Well, let me let me look. I asked I asked some some folks this question, right? Okay. Um, and, and this is how I like relationships. So I asked this question because a lot of people are not gonna like this. Okay. But I know there's double standards with guys and, and, and women, right? When it comes to relationships, right? Okay. There's one double standard that I feel that goes in y'all's favorite is that a lot of women I've met in my life 
say that they have a lot of male friends when you first meet them. Okay. And I feel like that's almost like a disclaimer for any males that may come up along the way. You know what I mean? And for the most part, we have to be okay with that, right? For the most part. Okay. Uh, but if we have a lot of female friends, it could get crazy. You yeah. know, uh, yeah. even if you say it from the beginning, it could just get real questionable. This um, is true. I I have a thought about that though. Um, it is a double standard. <clears throat> but I think the one of the biggest challenges is this many women have heard and and if there's anyone on the live tonight you can share with me as well you know you can share your thoughts about this but many women have they've heard ain't no man just trying to be your friend <laughs> right ain't no man trying to just be your friend he ain't being your friend that's not what he's doing that's so, right so so we have heard that right we've heard it um but then in real life we meet men now, this is not all, but we meet men that really are our friends. Um, mm -hmm. And maybe it's because we've established a boundary. Um, they've been, when women friend zone you, men don't want to be friend zoned. Let's just, I'm now putting, wrap all this up in a nice bow for you. Men don't want to be friend zoned because they feel that when they're friend zoned, they can never get out of the friend zone and likely so, right? So now just keeping both points in mind that, We've been told by men that men don't want to just be your friends. We've also been told by men, no, don't put me in the friend zone because that means I ain't going to never be able to hit it, right? <laughs> but, but in real life, women, we have placed men in the friend zone and never going to bring them out. So they are truly our friends. We have become friends with men and they respect us enough that they don't cross the line. Right. And they, no matter what they're, no matter what they may have in their brain, it never surfaces. Um, and they move on, they have girlfriends, what, and we're still real good friends. We can talk to them, we can eat with them, we can laugh with them, we can talk with them about like relationships. They're good at being in a friend zone. Then you get with another man and he says, Oh, yeah, I got all these female friends. Now, mind you, it goes back in our brain what wait a minute <laughs> they've always said that men ain't just being no woman's friend so you looking at your dude like it's not that he just got one best girlfriend he got five six seven eight twenty all beautiful women around him and you like so you hearing what you've been told you you get what i'm saying you see you see yeah. what happens so when you when you're saying that like it is a double standard but it's the it's it's one the reality for women we do have male friends and oftentimes we do have many and it doesn't matter how it started or whatever if we put you in the friend zone likely you're going to still be in a friend zone so you're safe right he's a safe person for me to hang out with i want nothing to do with him but that woman that you might see is fine and you over there trying to always help her put a light bulbs in and work on her car and because we know what it feels like to be taken care of by a man that that gives us the attention and and cares for us that is kind of threatening that is a little bit like uh, that's a different type of friend unless we all can be friends i hope i explained it okay it's not to give a pass it's just to say i think that that's some of where it's derived from is the 
the message that we've been told, but the reality that we live as women. Right. Let's see. Right. <laughs> so, so Booker says they are just wait, laying and waiting for you to need a shoulder to cry on or lay on. That's, that's the, that's the mindset of that men and women can't just be friends. But right. I believe, I believe for me personally, I have a lot of male friends. Um, yeah. I don't know what their mind is saying. I mean, some have probably been honest with me before and I've still said, no, I'm not going there with you. Um, but I have some that just absolutely respects me and they won't cross that line. They've never crossed that line and they are safe with me. If I'm ever dating someone else, they are safe people for me to still be friends with. I don't really do the new friend thing though. If I'm dating someone, I don't do too many new friends because I know what that can lead to. <laughs> too much. No, I, I agree with you. I feel like that you can have friends of the opposite sex um, and be straight friends. Yeah. Uh, I just feel like as a guy, it's harder to prove it. Um, like, that we're just friends versus, you know, yeah. a, a woman. But I believe that you can have friends that have sex and, it, and it's just that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, is yeah. it harder? Or, yeah. And, and the, girl, yeah. the girl is like, um, uh, so have you ever slept with her before? Right. <laughs> did, okay, no, okay. But did you want to? Okay, right, right. Did she want to? <laughs> right. And I think that's how, like, stuff ends up being secretive and stuff like snowballs, right? Because... Yeah. Sometimes you don't want to go through the questionnaire and it, that's the uncomfortable conversation, right? Yeah. So yeah. sometimes you're like, man, I don't want to hear that mouth or I don't want to hear his mouth. I'm just not going to say nothing, yeah. right? Which is, you should just go ahead and have the uncomfortable conversation so it doesn't end up blowing up bigger. Yeah, you know what I mean? yeah, yeah. yeah and don't, don't act like you don't talk to any males or females ever because you start dating Trina. I've never talked to anyone since I've been dating you. That's crazy. I mean, and that's the thing, like, as people in relationships, you got to be honest. Both people got to be honest. honest. Like, yeah. like, when we go to, like, if I go to Miami with, uh, with my lady, I'm going to say, I, we know there's beautiful people in Miami. For sure. I'm going to have my sunglasses on. You're going to have your sunglasses on. And we good. We good. <laughs> we know what it is. <laughs> I like you the know? sunglasses. I like the hey, sunglasses. Look, I do. Because, Versus just the straight up staring. Yeah, at. yeah, yeah. So you're still trying to have a level of respect. There you for your go. relationship, but let's be honest as well. The Most High gave us eyes to see. Yeah. Right. So you can't act like, oh, I don't see. Oh, I can't see that. No. Yeah. 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 You have you. We have eyes to see. So yeah. to me, there's nothing wrong with if my woman is looking, right? Yeah. Because you have eyes to see, just like sure. I have eyes to see. Sure. Um, so I don't see anything wrong with that. But it's you have to be, you know, understanding yeah. that. You still have to be respectful, though. You got to yeah, be respectful. Yeah, that's the key. That's the <laughs> you, key. The you got to be respectful. You can't just be like, you out rolling with your people and you just down the hall looking up, you know. Yeah, you snapping your neck, that's going to be crazy. Nah, you know. You know yeah. Every single guy or girl, you got to do this number <laughs> here right in front of your folks. Come on now. Right, that's right. That's, that is, that's, that's, that's ratchet. That's <laughs> A hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> There's you know? a way to do everything. I see gorgeous men every day. You think I don't notice them? I do. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And that's the thing. Like, you know, yeah. and that's just, you know, some people will be like, no, I don't look at anybody. Come on now. Let's be honest. Let's be if honest. Not, you know? I can, you know, look, maybe they don't look while they're with you, but I bet as soon as they turn that corner, they like. And they <laughs> right. Right. And it don't matter if it's, in person or on your phone. There you go. Like some, That's right. Some people will be like scrolling and looking mm -hmm. on guys' IG pages. Like, no, I'm not. It's just what's the difference? That's you know? right. Looking That's is right. looking. 
You know what I mean? So yeah. I don't think that should necessarily be a bad thing. It's just something that you have to be open and honest with in a, in a relationship, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I agree. All right, listen, um, we're going to get ready and wrap this up. But before we do, uh, first of all, thank you for joining me tonight. This has been fun. Um, thank you for having me. Thank <laughs> hearing, yeah, so hearing your perspective and getting to know you and um, just even the interaction with the audience. And it, this has really, really, really been good um, for me. So before we wrap up, I want to give you a chance to share with anyone that's listening, um, because this will be on social media, it will also be on um, our podcast platforms. But that just talk to us a little bit about your heart towards um, relationships and what you ultimately would love to see as it relates to relationships. Um, what I'd like to see is for people to be happy in relationships. Um, that's, that's the key to life happiness is your relationships and how they uh, make you feel. So, you know, as we know right now, mental health is a big thing, a big conversation, big topic throughout the world, but right here in the US to be specific, it's a big conversation. So um, having healthy relationships is gonna make your mental health better as well. So a lot of people don't understand the correlation with everything, you know what I mean? With life, everything correlates. So if you understand that, hey, you know, this relationship is not good, it's weighing on you, whether consciously or subconsciously, it's weighing on you. So I'm a Libra, so I got my scales right there. I like to be balanced. So for my, I need my relationships to be feel okay for me to feel all right. If not, I'm gonna have to talk to them at some point to make it okay to where I feel okay, you know? And, and that's the main thing is that um, you, you have to get to that point, you know, yeah. uh, of, of comfort and, and being able to really deal with the relationship as, as it comes. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so can you also share with us a little bit about where people can find you? I know that you shared that you are also on Fox 5 Plus. So I'd love for you to share your social media, um, you know, where people can find you at if they just want to follow you and maybe even support the programs that you the program that you shared as well. Okay, yeah. Um so uh, I do a lot of health and wellness stuff. Um, I'm trying to promote it. I shouldn't say I do a lot. I, I'm trying to promote health and wellness in the barber industry, uh, barber and beauty industry. Um, I, I, I do Fox 5 Plus once a month. I have a segment with Fox 5 Plus uh, once a month. You can check us out on Fox 5 Plus Saturday mornings, um, usually around 7, 8 in the morning. Uh, also, you can check us on the We're Getting It Done YouTube channel. Um, also, we have DMV um, Kids Career Camp, and that's social media. We have uh, DMV underscore kids underscore career underscore camp. Um, so everything's underscored. And then we also have Heads First Barber Institute. And same thing for that is Heads underscore Barber underscore Institute underscore or Heads First Barber Institute underscore. So you can check us out on all those different um, platforms. Um, send me a message and um, I'm working on building up, you know, the relationship um, conversation as well. Yeah. Yeah. So you're on Facebook and Instagram, right? Yes. Can people follow you there? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Facebook, 100% um, plus Davis, Anthony Davis um, and Heads First Barber Institute is also part of that social media, okay. Facebook and Instagram. 
Okay, I think on Instagram as well. I am, I am. Oh, oh, Instagram. My name is plus. I forgot. I left that out. Yeah. yeah Instagram. <laughs> my underscore name underscore. There you go. There you go. There you go. Plus. Yeah. So my name is plus. Um, that's that's also my social media for my personal. All right. Perfect. So um, for those of you that are listening, we'll tune in later um, in each one of the posts about this show, you will also see a tag to find plus so that you can follow him. You can find out more um, as far as the DMV Kids Barber and Beauty Career Camp. Um, I, you know, I always want to make sure that I center these types of things that um, our African-American community is doing. So is this a career camp that is ongoing? Is it just so many weeks out of the year? Can you just elaborate just a little bit on that? Yeah, absolutely. And I appreciate that. Um, it's just start. This is the first summer we're doing it. Um, so it start the first one is going to be tomorrow, actually. We're going to do a couple sessions for the summer. My goal is to work with multiple uh, counties in Virginia and nationwide to, to actually make this more of a nationwide thing. So that is my ultimate long-term goal is to really change how we do education in America, which is going to start by just introducing them to new careers and professions. So the camp is not about sitting there and being bored. The mm -hmm. camp is a fun experience for the kids from 7 to 17 and it's going to introduce them to these different careers and professions. So by the time they get to high school, college, they can make sound decisions about what they want to do. Because we know a lot of people go to college and they don't even use the degrees that they have because they're just going off of what they hear. Yeah. Doctor, lawyer, uh, anything that they hear from somebody else versus actually knowing what's out there. You know, and, and one of the examples I give is a lot of people back in the day wanted to be rappers, um, not knowing all the different backgrounds behind the rap all the different jobs and careers behind yeah. being a rapper there's so many you know so yeah. the lack of exposure is where we are right now and we have to expose them and as adults we can't teach them if we don't know so a lot of us don't know about these different careers and professions so how can we teach the youth and make them better so that's what the dmv career camp for kids is all about is we're trying to really expose the youth so more than just sports, right? I play sports and we're not taking away from sports, but we're trying to expose them to more because by the time they get to middle school, if they're not doing sports or in some, they don't have anything going on. So by middle school, high school, what are they thinking about? Making money. Yeah. So by not introducing them to different careers and paths where they can start saying, hey, you know what? I like this, or I didn't even know this existed. Yeah. I want to try this out, right? Mm -hmm. Just like you try soccer, you try football as a kid, your parents put you in sports to try and see if you like it, right? That's what this is all about. You're putting them in this camp, exposing them to this career profession, seeing if they like it. And if they don't, then it's just a fun experience, you know? Wow. And you, you move on to the next career. And wow. we're trying to have multiple careers. So that's I the goal. Absolutely love that. And yes, you're right, Booker T, giving back each one to each one and reach one. I love that. And um, I would love for you to come back, <laughs> I guess in September, but I would love for you to come back because I want to know how this goes for your first camp. Um, I know it's super important for children to have the exposure and um, for, for even for others to have exposure, you know, maybe, you know, maybe they missed that, 
you know, that ripe old age of 16, 17, 18, but then still mentors come around and catch them when they're 22, 23 and tell them, look, you could go to barber school or you could go to this school or you could become a, 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 you know, a nursing assistant or you could become, you know, a phlebotomy tech or this, you know, and they didn't necessarily know it. Um, and sometimes uh, it, really taken some, it takes someone telling them that it's possible. Let me show you the way, you know. So I would love to hear more about this once this comes, um, once you do it and it it all goes well and you're able to, you know, come back and share kind of how it all went, how many kids came through and, you know, just that experience in itself, the excitement of some of those children um, that you're going to experience. I, I want you to share that with, with myself and with others whenever um, I do come back to social media and <laughs> to, to podcasting. <laughs> Definitely, definitely, definitely. Um, is there a website for this? And um, are you, this is the last question about it, I think, but are you um, accepting like donations? I mean, what if people want to like contribute? I know it starts tomorrow, but you know, how was how it funded? I don't want to always talk about funding, but do you accept funding? That's the better question. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so right now it's, it's, it's just me and, and you know, yeah. You know, I get help from my family mm -hmm. um, and we're just bootstrapping. So uh, we do take sponsorships. One of my clients is a sponsor. Uh, we're working with other, um, you know, organizations as well. In the Gap is one of them. Uh, so we're working with different organizations trying to really get it together. But yes, we do take sponsorships because we do not want to leave out the child who wants to do it, yeah. but may not afford, yeah. be able to afford to do it. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. Um, definitely doing that. Um, you can find us and you can register on hitsfirst.com. Um, it'll, it'll be a tab career camps. So you can definitely register there. Um, but I'm well open to sponsorships um, and anybody that's looking to really invest in education and take it to the next level, um, please contact me on that as well. Yeah. All right. Plus, I wish you all the best in this effort, um, especially with these babies um, over the summer. I see that you're out there in Sterling. So any of my folks that are watching this or that are listening to this, please make sure um, if there's you want to contribute to something, here's a great call to contribute. Our children are our future and we hold their future um, by giving them the information, the life stories that we had, the experience, the knowledge, even when you think they're not listening trust me somebody is so this is an opportunity for all of us to get behind um a program that will help children have exposure um to trades and i think this is awesome so please make sure every dollar counts it all matters these kids got to eat when they're there so please 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 and i haven't done the research on the camp but what but i know what it takes to put this together so i'm aware that somebody got to eat something <laughs> They need to have things to keep them engaged. And we don't know where those children are coming from. Some may not have any food at home, could be any and everything. So we want to make sure that we can help plus and, you know, build this program out so that next year we'll, we'll all be out there having to volunteer and coming for career day and all that stuff, talking about our, you know, what we do in our careers and helping these children um, dream and dream big. Right. Because, I mean, it's, it's wide open right now. And, and you know, when I, when I was coming up, you heard doctor, lawyer, engineer. Now it's doctor, lawyer, engineer, IT. You know, so yeah, there's so much more than that. 
It's, yeah. it's so much more than that. And, yeah. you know, being a barber, I get to hear about what's out here. You know, mm-hmm. uh, it's a lot of interesting professions and careers. Um, so that's what it's about, just trying to expose them. Yeah, 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 absolutely. All right, plus now um, this has been so good and I so look forward to hearing more about the relationship conversations that you are establishing and you're, you know, you're spreading throughout the DMV and beyond. Um, so the next time I see you, hopefully you'll be inviting me to your show so we can chat okay. it up. Um, <laughs> so, That'd be nice. That'd be nice. Yeah. Absolutely. So I look forward to catching up with you here in the near future. And um, it has been so good speaking with you today. Yeah, absolutely. Queen. I absolutely appreciate you. It's been a pleasure. And, and the vibe is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, listen, hold before you go. I'm going to go ahead and say goodbye. Let's say goodbye to our Facebook family. They are out there. So Facebook, guys, it's been great. Thank you all. Make sure you all follow Plus. He's already giving you the plugs. Um, all you got to do is if you're if you're watching this on my page, you can see he's been tagged up above. So make sure that you follow him, support him, go out there. He's going to be talking about relationships just like I talk about here at my show um, and the in mental health and wellness. And I, I love all of that but he's also helping the children. Um, so I want you all to make sure that you follow him. And thank you for tuning in tonight to my last live until sometime in September um, uh, here at the Relationship Zone. So it's been real. I want to say good night to you all. Plus, you want to say good night to Facebook? Yes, good night, Facebook. Good night, everybody. We appreciate you. Enjoy the rest of your night. Absolutely. Hold tight, plus good night, Facebook. <laughs>